This is an Average Fan Podcast hosted by Benny Hanna. Continue to like, rate, and subscribe. Make sure to share. Now streaming on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. This is an Average Fan Podcast hosted by Benny Hanna. Welcome back to an average fan podcast. It is your host, L Jones. We are back. Halloween. We're here to talk week eight NFL. I'm gonna give y'all some content to listen to while y'all might be out walking your kids, trick-or-treating. Wanna see how those picks did and hear my insight on some of the games that were played this weekend as I checked out a couple of them and I got some I got some L Jones like takes, you know how I do, but first and foremost, let's let's give yourself a hand clap as we just thank y'all. We thank y'all for making this podcast possible. We thank y'all for continuing to listen, continuing to sit through. Um, I hope it's been a help to you guys. Uh, entertainment, maybe learn something, pick some things up. Hey, if you're into betting, maybe use some things. Maybe there's some trends that you see out there uh, just listening from the podcast. So thank you guys for just being supportive. And that's all I can say. Now, week eight picks. Right now, I'm probably having the best uh, week I've had all season. And I'm probably like your favorite team, right? So, so far with this uh, Cincinnati and Cleveland game going on tonight, NFL drew that up perfectly. October 31st, who shall we schedule? Well, we got Bengals and we got Browns. That's perfect. Everybody who loves candy corn should love this game. Color scheme wise, this is the true culmination of Halloween for those who celebrate. So I'm 10 and 4 this week so far, pending tonight's outcome. Well, L. Jones, how did you get the 10 and 4? Well, since you asked, I don't mind divulging. Let's get into it. Uh, we saw that we had a Thursday night game. Obviously, Amazon Prime brought us a good one. They gave us Ravens. They gave us Buccaneers. Did not disappoint. Ravens come out victorious on that one, 27 to 22. Man, you guys got to bear with me sometimes. Man, I had to take these notes during the game live because Thursday is just so long ago. Needless to say, we can probably sum this up really well. Brady had 44 pass attempts. Lamar Jackson had 38. Brady had one touchdown. Lamar had two. Um, One thing was clear that the player of the game probably was Mr. Likely for Baltimore. Six receptions, 77 yards, one touchdown, and an onside kick recover for Mr. Likely, who is a rookie. Baltimore did what they needed to do. They dominated um, the time of possession. And as I told y'all, as I, as I 
just really disclose to you guys that Baltimore will have they have that Michigan Wolverine offense probably because they're they got the brothers coaching the teams respectively right it's like the little Giants movie you guys remember that right well if you don't remember it just go back and try to find it came out a long time ago that's neither here nor there time of possession uh 38 minutes compared to 21 first downs in favor of Baltimore turnovers Tampa had one Baltimore had none yards per yards on the game uh, 453 yards for Baltimore, and we had uh, 349 for Tampa Bay. Tampa is struggling, and that thing is evident. We uh, highlighted to you guys last week about Tampa Bay. Uh, Tampa Bay was dealing with just some issues. They got some injuries going on. They got some things going on. It hasn't been really great. They dropped four out of the last five. So y'all know my big key things, right? Turnovers, penalties are crucial. Um, Baltimore was heavily penalized in this game. Seven, 401 yards, uh, Tampa Bay four for 35. When I look at this, I see that Baltimore clearly, I'm not going to say out executed, but I think they just wanted it more. And to this point in this season, you're seeing some things take place uh, as we dive deeper into this red zone. 50% for Baltimore. And we're talking about two or five for Tampa. Okay. So uh, passing yards, we got Tampa Bay with 305, uh, Baltimore with 222. And uh, when we get to the rushing, 44 yards rushing for Tampa and 231 for Baltimore. And guess who Baltimore has coming in? Roquan Smith, excuse me, from Chicago. We know he was upset. Didn't really like how things was going with his contract. Then they trade Quinn. He has an emotional press conference. And now he's trading and he's going to Baltimore. Good luck, AFC North. Baltimore sticks to their identity. And identities are important, as I won't get on this long rant, but I just got to give y'all something. You have to know your identity. This is not rambling, but if you're listening, this is a gem for life but it's also a gem for sports. You have to know your identity when it comes to yourself as an individual and your team. And that's what makes Harbaugh such a good coach talking about John, not Jim. We rival Jim. Y'all hear that toilet? I flushed that toilet on all that Michigan-ish, right? Don't rock with Jim at all. So when we actually think about this, John has an identity. Lamar is perfect for this identity. Lamar gives him something he really doesn't have or he 
not that he doesn't have. He gives him something that he that he can lean on that fits his identity. And it's just tough, gritty, just hard nose, just get it out the mud. Lamar's from Florida. He represents that. Uh, I like Lamar a lot. Like the sign he held up, you guys should pay him, but we know how the politics go in football. They probably won't pay him. I beat the GOAT on Thursday night on Amazon Prime. Y'all need to pay me. That's all I got to say. Appreciate you, Baltimore. You made my pick dreams come true. I went against Tom Brady, and I was rewarded on that one. Broncos, Jaguars. All that extra work that Russell Wilson got in on that flight across the pond paid off for him. The high knees, the studying of the film, right? The resting, the waking up, the studying of more film. It just really did so much, and it just galvanized his team to a 21-17 victory. Yes, that was sarcasm. I'm sorry that you couldn't interpret that. As the Broncos in quarters two through four rolled the Vegas triple seven, scoring seven points in each quarter to ride that out. Um, Russell Wilson has not been his self this year, but it's okay. Or maybe it's not. Denver sitting at three and five. Jacksonville sitting at two and six. Trevor Lawrence, 133 passing yards, one TD, two interceptions. You're not playing the Ohio State Buckeyes and the Sugar Bowl, you got to do better. Russell Wilson, one touchdown, one interception, 252 yards, 18 to 30 through the air. Those were those people who were excited. Was the sight to see Jerry Judy get in the end zone? Fantasy owners were probably rejoicing. Alabama fans, alumni, respect respectfully doing the same. Denver has been. Just a disappointment this year. And that's all the energy I'm going to give them today because they don't deserve anything extra. I picked Jacksonville in that one. I'm not mad at that pick, but hey, it is what it is. Carolina and Atlanta in a game which had me sweating. I'm talking about um, midsummer in, in Georgia, Florida, Texas. No AC in my house. There's nothing I can strip off to cool myself down. I am sweating. I was sweating in this one. I picked Atlanta. Those who really know me personally know that I'm not an Atlanta fan. But I will give credit where credit is due. You've heard me say on this podcast repeatedly. Atlanta hadn't played bad to the point where they really lost their self again. It came close. This was a game in which was really crazy. And why was it crazy? Mr. L explained to us. Well, with 12 seconds left after <laughs> man, shout out to Marcus Mariota. Y'all let's, let, let, let's put some respect on his name, right? Marcus Mariota, he goes out here. And his stats aren't going to overwhelm you a lot. And if you, after I really read them, you're going to be like, man, like, really? You gave him the round of applause for that? Okay, you have to know what Mariota has been in the NFL to understand where I'm coming from. 20 of 28, 253 through the air, three touchdowns, two interceptions. I get it. The one pick he had was in overtime. So technically it was three touchdowns, one interception. But that pick 
Really, offensive line failed him, and I guess that's why he's perfect for this team because this offensive line fails, fails a lot of people, right, i.e. Matt Ryan. That's why he's not there no more, surprisingly, moving on. So when we talk about this game, my biggest pet peeve I had from this game, just watching it, because I had a buddy of mine, he, he texted me, he was like, yo, are you watching this game? I'm like, I mean, nah, what's going on? He's like, I'm like, are the Falcons about to lose? And I say that selfishly because I picked the Falcons. So I'm like, hey, Falcons about to lose. He's like, nah, not yet. So I turned to it immediately. Turned to it. Falcons. The Falcons have a 24 to 21 lead. I'm like, okay, well, hey, I'm texting him back. Like, oh, hey, man, look. Falcons going to pull this out. Okay, so. Carolina marches downfield. They score a touchdown. It's 28 to 24. And I'm like, um, okay, so Falcons got, they got two plus minutes left. Hey, they got three timeouts. I ain't worried about nothing. And, and, and it pays it off. Man, Mariota, beautiful ball across the middle. Demir Bird catches it in stride, doesn't break that thing, takes it to the house, 47 yards. Only problem was, they left time on the clock. It was two plus minutes left when they did that, but they took the 31 to 28 lead. I'm still feeling confident as they stop Carolina and get the ball back, go up 34, 28, 36 seconds left. When, when young way kicks that field goal, I'm sitting here and I'm like, y'all look, I feel good. I might just turn this TV off. Some said no. You keep watching. I watched the Atlanta Falcons play the worst prevent defense you can possibly play in the history of prevent defense. And why was that? Because DJ Moore, the same guy who, yeah, y'all remember Steve Smith and the whole, should I draft you into my fantasy? Y'all remember that. DJ Moore ran past everybody and he called a 62 yard touchdown pass. Shout out to PJ Walker, y'all. I don't think y'all, and I'm not going to give him a round of applause, but he deserves it because Baker Mayfield is star study and he is watching PJ go shine. Granted, Carolina is two and six on this year, but they have fired their head coach. They have had two draft picks who were first round guys who both, compared to their NFL contemporaries, suck he so he shined in that sense that he made that happen and guess what happened their defensive line forced a bad throw Mariota threw an interception you had a chance to win the game in overtime because you only need a field goal because you got because Atlanta got the ball first and they missed the field goal kicking is important let's stop taking it for granted Kicking is important. They missed that. They missed their opportunity to come out victorious. And nothing's worse than that. Bears for Bears and the Cowboys. 49 to 29 Cowboys just destroyed the Bears in a game which we all knew that was going to happen. Not surprised by the outcome. Justin Fields is starting to look a little bit better, y'all. Look at this. Look at these numbers. 17 to 23, only six incompletions, 151 yards and two touchdowns. That was through the air. 
as Mooney tacks on five receptions for 70 yards. Justin Fields also did it on the ground, eight carries for 60 yards. Stop playing with these boys. 7.5-yard average, one touchdown on the ground. Justin Fields is really going to be dynamic, and I think it's very important to really emphasize this, that if he was to ever get – like, they, and it's crazy, right? I'm about to – it sounds like a rant, but – they are really questioning everything that's going around, going on around this this Chicago team. On the season, sitting at three and five. Here's my biggest issue as a fan, and one day I'll make it to the whole analyst thing, and then y'all can really see how that goes. But as a fan, just looking at it, my issue is that a lot of times franchises will draft these quarterbacks. They don't have the pieces that this this quarterback needs to succeed. You take these guys out of these programs who have these five-star receivers, five-star running backs, uh, crazy offensive line, just good coaching left to right. You take that quarterback out of that system, you just dump him into some just hot garbage, and you say, go win us a Super Bowl. That's not realistic. Nor is it sustainable for the growth of any quarterback in the NFL. Like I, I just don't like to see that. I don't like it for Trevor Lawrence. I don't like it for Justin Fields. Poor Trey Lance. Like I think Trey Lance had a better situation than Justin Fields and uh, Trevor Lawrence, as we probably would have seen different outcomes with those guys out there. San Francisco actually was looking at Justin Fields, but they kind of um, didn't pull the trigger and held back, and they went on Trey Lance. So. That is what it is. But nevertheless, we're not going to take away from Dallas. They're Cygnus, six and two. Uh, Dak Prescott, he goes 21 and 27, 250, two touchdowns, one pick. Uh, Marcus Pollard, I mean, Tony Pollard, excuse me, Tony Pollard, in the absence of Zeke, goes 14 carries, 131, and three touchdowns. It hurt me, y'all. And it hurt me. Y'all who know me know why it hurt me. Not that I like Dallas. It's because I had Pollard on my fantasy team and I let him go. But that's okay because I also got a running back who showed out as well. And we'll get into that a little bit later. But moving on, C.D. Lamb, five receptions, 77 yards, touchdown. So we knew that things would kind of go up for C.D. as that came back. But Justin played a little bit better against a tougher defense. Um and I, I like what he showed. Obviously, they didn't get the win, but growth is important because we're talking about the long game. Dolphins and Lions. Hey, Detroit is a good 1-16. Take that as you may. It sounds ignorant, but you know what I'm saying. Those who watch the games, they understand what I'm saying. Detroit jumped out 14-0 in this game. They had a good lead. They actually let Tua and them Dolphins come back. And... What you can't do is give up 188 yards receiving to uh, Tyreek Hill. And it was so bad that the Lions had to get rid of their DB coach. That's saying a lot. Tua coming back strong. Good to see that. Uh, 29 to 36, 382 and three touchdowns. Jared Goff is really locking down that Matt Stafford role in Detroit. 27 to 37, 321 through the air and one touchdown. Uh Hawkinson has just been a just solid tight end uh, as he had three receptions for 80 yards. So he's just been solid uh, for that team all year as they've kind of needed that. 
Patrick Peterson, he gets the dub against his former team as the Vikings sitting at six and one or 30, uh, 34 to 26 victory over Arizona. Uh, <laughs> in a game where they even busted out the video game celebration. That was interesting. Could have been a shade, but no shade. They, they need something big, like eclipse big to cover DeAndre Hopkins. Cause he's come back and he's trying to make up for lost time. 12 receptions, 159 yards, touchdown. Kyler Murray, uh, 31 of 44, 326, three touchdowns, two picks. Got to fix that if you actually want to compete. And not only in your division, but just in this league as a quarterback, it's just not enough to be famous and be good. You got to actually go out there and do. And it's not saying that he doesn't do what he needs to do, but I just feel like when it's leaked that you need a clause to actually do film study says a lot about you as a person and where you're at right then and there. Dalvin cook has 20 carries for 111 yards and a touchdown, man, Justin Jefferson didn't get to a hundred two yards short. Nevertheless, his team gets that victory. And I'm pretty sure he's more stoked about that than anything. Uh, Saints took on who do they play? Uh, I don't, I don't see any points on here. Do y'all know who the Saints played? Asking for a friend. Oh, that's right. They played the Raiders. Yeah, they didn't score no points. I didn't. <laughs> Alvin Kamara returning to his former self. My man had, not only did he have a touchdown on the ground with 18 carries and 62 yards, but he said, hey, I can do it through the air. Nine receptions, 96 yards. Two touchdowns. Have yourself a day, Mr. Kamara. It was your show. And you love to see that as he comes back from injury. And he and all this with trade rumors swirling around Mr. Kamara. This is lovely to see you like it. Um Tyran Matthew getting the interception, just riling, just getting that New Orleans crowd hype. This is a Saints team that when they get some consistent quarterback play or some quarterback play that's not turning the ball over, they can be a scary team because they do have a decent defense. As you see, um, not even talking about Devontae Adams because he had one reception. So it's not much to talk about there. That's why we're going to move on. But shout out to New Orleans for going to three and five on the year. Your rival, the Falcons, they have the division lead. Patriots and Jets. Man, Bill Belichick will continue to dominate the Jets as they win 22-17. to 17. Um, You lose, uh, you lose uh, Mac Jones in this game, so uh, that is what it is. Man, them turnovers. I told y'all, man, them turnovers hurt. Just go ahead and ask them Jets, three interceptions. Uh, Garrett Wilson goes over 100 yards. And Zach Wilson had to throw that thing 41 times. Mac Jones threw it uh, 35. Uh, you, you love these games, right? You, you, just, you just love these games. And I kind of like what I see out of divisional games. They... They just, they give you so much, right? Um, they just do. They just give you so much. And you you love what you see out of them. 
as uh, I just question where the Patriots go from here. And I guess that's why I'm like that now, because you got this situation with Zapp and jo- Zappy and Jones that Belichick kind of needs to figure out, and he has a two-quarterback problem. Jets kind of do too. You like the young kid, but you were playing a little bit better ball with uh, Flacco, so it is what it is. You're still 5-3 and three on the year if you're a Jets fan. But Wilson just struggled. And see, that was a struggle I expected Justin Fields to kind of go through last week with. uh, I expected that to kind of go Justin to go through that on Monday night last week. Bill Belichick gets up for these young quarterbacks, but he didn't. And I'm sorry, Mac Jones did not get injured in that game. So please do excuse me on that error. Now that we've cleared that, we move on. Battle of PA, Philadelphia. Those who are from the Northeast know what I'm talking about. Them Eagles keep rolling. Fly, Eagles fly, 35-13 to over Pittsburgh as Pittsburgh looks bad. Kenny Pickett still with the growing pains, but Justin Hurts, he says, I'm learning. I got the ropes now. 19-28, 285 for a touchdowns passing. A.J. Brown gets three of them things. Six receptions, 156 yards, and a cool cool touchdown celebration that emulated the, the emulated stumped the yard you gotta love that you gotta love the creativity you're seven and old things are going right why not right philly is just so dominant they are so dominant cowboys think they're gonna beat philly <laughs> texans beat up on the worst team in the league that's the tight uh texans Worst team in the league get beat up on by the Titans. Excuse me. Uh, five and two Tennessee takes a 17 to 10 lead. Mr. Derrick Henry, 219 yards on the ground, 32 carries. Malik Willis gets his first NFL start. Vrabel doesn't ask him to do too much through the air. Only trust him with 10 pass attempts, uh, six to 10, 55 yards and an interception. So you really don't do too much. You lean on the ground game. That's just how bad Houston is. Even a one-dimensional team, you can't stop. Oh, man. Can we get rid of the Texans and bring back the Oilers? Will it change anything? Uh, Commanders and Colts. Commanders go to 4-4 four and four on the year. They knock off the Colts. Scary Terry. Mr. McLaurin, six receptions, 113 yards, and none bigger than that one to set up that Taylor Heineke uh, run at the end of the game as Mr. McLaurin had to let the crowd know that was his hometown, and that is his-ish. 49ers going up against the Rams. 49ers dominate totally as Christian McCaffrey rushes for a touchdown, catches a touchdown, and passes for a touchdown. I don't need Jimmy G. I don't need him. Give me Mr. McCaffrey. Balled out, 18 carries and 94 yards. Man, the Rams, man, three and four on the year. It's a long season, but they got to start putting some wins together. They got to start stacking them boys. Mr. IU continues to go out here and do his thing as he has six receptions for 81 yards and a teddy. As I said earlier, it's just something about them divisional matchups. In the regular season, San Francisco has their number. They got to do it when it really counts. Winning time. Mr. They wrote me off, but I didn't write back. 
Y'all know who I'm talking about. If you don't, his name is Gino, last name Smith. Seahawks, five and three. Five and three Seattle, y'all. How y'all feel about that? Everybody was talking about let Russ cook. They ain't let Russ cook. Gino stepped in. Gino's got the recipe, though. Gino's got the recipe, y'all. New York was a team that was susceptible to losing, obviously, but they came in at six and one. So you really can't doubt or negate what they did. But it was the reason why they was favorite in this game as they held Saquon Barkley to only 53 yards. Mm-hmm. He had a touchdown, but only 53 yards. They do a wonderful job. Gino, 23 of 34, 212 yards. Kenneth Walker had 51 yards on the ground, but he had a touchdown. Uh, Ty Lockett, he added a touchdown as well. So, man, this Seattle team is just playing team ball. You love to see it in a team sport. I'm thrilled by it. I love it. There's no shade to Russ, uh, but Russ bet on himself. We wish him the best of luck. But Seattle has found something in there riding that momentum. Let's see if it continues through the rest of the year. Nightcap was Bills and Packers. Started the night off with Diggs and Jair Alexander jawing, going at it. Diggs getting in the end zone, hitting the double move. I mean, what do we need to say? Six receptions, 108 yards and a touchdown. Josh Allen, he had through two interceptions on the night. So we knew what that was. Aaron Jones, he showed up. Aaron Rodgers had a little bit of run game, y'all, because they got to do something else because they don't have the receivers. I talked about it before. Aaron Rodgers is missing Devontae, and Devontae is missing Aaron. It's not always best to separate, especially even when you feel like it's amicable, okay? You just don't do it. Stick it out. Thug it out. Fight it out. Aaron got the contract. Devontae said, I'm out. Green Bay is three and five. And Las Vegas is not really good at all. So with that being said, y'all, this has been the week eight picks. Told y'all 10 and four. Since he's my pick for tonight, hopefully they can cash me out. Go to 11 and four. That's probably my best single week this year. Um, Y'all know I'm big on the momentum. So I'm trying to ride the momentum out. And as we ride out, continue to subscribe, rate, and share that podcast. Let's help this thing grow. This has been your host, L. Jones, Average Fan Podcast, and we out.